Well, hello everyone. This is Pastor Todd. It is great to be with you again for a uh, some devotions on the deck a podcast from Trinity Presbyterian Church in Kailua, Hawaii. We are going through um, Psalm 23, and I hope this is a benefit to you. We've looked a bit at verse 1, 2, and 3, and we are now at the last part of verse 3. Let me just read uh, for you uh, the first three verses of the psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And of course, the psalm continues on about the valley being the valley of the shadow of death, David being led through that, not fearing any evil because God is with him. He talks about how his rod and his staff comfort him, and he prepares a table for David in the presence of his enemies. Well, Beautiful, beautiful psalm. So on these on these podcasts, I'm trying to uh, keep them short, um, and I can actually, while I'm doing these, I can see a timer and I can see how fast the time moves, and uh, I don't want to drone on. Uh, that might surprise you. I try to follow the uh, advice of the old uh, comedian uh, George Burns, who seemed to just live on forever. If you remember. Him uh, and he said that the secret of a good sermon is to have a good beginning and a good ending, and to have the two as close together as possible. And I try to do that here on this little little podcast here. So we continue in this COVID nineteen uh, lockdown, as it were. Um, reminded uh, to just tell you that the elders want to hear from you. Send out an email. Send us a text. Uh, give us a phone call. Uh, and here it is, uh, uh, verse 3, He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The second time in the psalm that David mentions the leading of God. God is leading David into green pastures and, and calm waters, uh, the first reference. And now the subject of paths arises, paths of righteousness, God Leads leads David. Uh, Old Testament uh, scholar uh, says one of them said that uh, the idea of righteousness, paths of righteousness, can be translated simply the right paths. Um, so the idea has a the word has an idea of, of goodness and righteousness uh, to it. Of uh, the path is is good. And uh, it's really a reflecting of God's prescribed way of living. Righteousness, is a term th- throughout the Bible, is really at its core doing the will of God. Romans 3.23 tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the explanation there is that we haven't done God's will. We haven't glorified God through uh, being what we were made to be, that is, doers of the will of God and reflecting his righteous decrees. So here, David says that God's leading includes conformity to to his will. And this delights David, and this is good. And this leading is for his name's sake. So again, it's the the idea that David is becoming God-centered 
in his understanding of his very own life. David is so confident that God, uh, God is leading that, uh, that nothing can finally harm him. And of course, this verse is going to go right into the idea that even though I'm being led into the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I, like, I love how David does that. He, he takes sort of the, 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 a simple thought and he just drives it into sort of its, its conclusion. Therefore, what can, what can stand against me? What, what should I fear? Starts off simple. The psalm starts off simple. The Lord is my shepherd. Okay, it's a nice idea. And then it leads to this conclusion that David will forever be in God's presence in the house of the Lord forever. It's right here that God seems to do his most important work for us. We, uh, In categories of Christian theology, we call this sanctification, being set apart and now being changed. We, we've been regenerated, given a new nature. We now have been made in Christ Jesus for, for good works, Ephesians 2.10 tells us. Being led by a good and loving God is... is is really part of our restoration, central to our restoration. We are called to now work out the implication of God's leading in our lives. So um, we're watching God lead us and we are watching wisely to what would it look like to follow my God. We're integrating scripture into our lives. Maybe you, you're noticing this. Maybe you're sensing that, yeah, you know, I look over my life, God God has led me, and God is leading me. Maybe that's your experience. Even as we go through this hard affliction, a worldwide pandemic, we pause and say, you know, I see that I'm loving the scriptures more. Perhaps you even love the the Ten Commandments, and you see them as beautiful and good, deeply true, and more true than you imagined before. And you're trying on righteousness. That's the Christian life, isn't it? In fact, in the Beatitudes, we're told that we are blessed if we hunger and thirst for righteousness. Here it is, David, in Psalm 23, hungering and thirsting. You're sensing the goodness and perceiving it, right? The goodness of God's moral law. Essentially, this is kind of a moral knowledge that you're beginning to to gain. It comes alongside goodness. And it's hard to tell these, you know, this, this moral knowledge and goodness. It's hard to tell them apart. But evil is growing to be distasteful, even boring. Maybe you notice that you long to be with God's people again. Perhaps divine things, ultimate issues now take a bigger part of your heart. This is, this is God's leading, and he's leading you in paths of righteousness. What a change in our own lives and our families and our, our church and society. If the knowledge of God and the desire to, to follow along these paths was really something true for us, that we're not alone, that we are loved, and we are being loved in a leading kind of way. And let's not forget, um, again, this is all about the restoration of his soul. When David thinks about God restoring his soul, he thinks about God leading him in paths of righteousness. 
Evil and sin have such a dehumanizing effect upon us. Remember in Lord of the Rings and the the Hobbit, Smeagol was a a normal Hobbit, Smeagol, if you remember him, Uh, until his lust for the ring took hold of his soul. And Gollum is what we know him as, most of of the Lord of the Rings, and he becomes no longer recognizable as a hobbit. Sin has, 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 has made him a, a deformed. It's corrupted him such that his physical features have changed. Being led along paths of righteousness is, is the heart awakened to goodness, and it's restorative. It's true. The true and good and beautiful God who has redeemed us now convinces us daily of his will. That's good. Author Dallas Willard uh, said, anyone who really gets a hold of God's grace will be set on fire. wonder how passionate David was when he wrote that. Was he on fire? You know, we can't look at the idea of, of a path leading to righteousness without thinking this Easter week of Christ for whom the path before him included doing the will of his Father, doing righteousness, it would lead to him being a lamb crucified for sinners. Christ was obedient the whole of his life in order to pick up where Adam left off. Adam, who said, essentially, I can walk my own path with my own wisdom, and I can be fully human without reference to the God who made me. How different is the second Adam? How contrasted is his heart with the first in that he loved righteousness, loved the will of his Father. He, Christ, the second Adam, truly delighted in the leading of his Father. Psalm 23 actually has a shift in its focus. It changes its focus from the Lord as shepherd to the Lord as a hospitable host. And we'll look at that more in the remainder of Psalm 23. So may God richly bless you, keep in touch, and keep going.